You're listening to The Brian and Gina Show, the official podcast of L.A. Magazine. Here are your hosts, Brian and Gina. Hello and welcome to The Brian and Gina Show, the official podcast of Los Angeles Magazine. I'm Brian Bishop. I'm Gina Grad. And uh, we're here for uh, an unexpected, a most unexpected sequel to a uh, episode that aired a couple of weeks ago. Um, I told you in detail, everyone uh, listening about uh, my experience at a, uh, uh, a high-powered influencer dinner, uh, a very cool dinner that was put together by a very cool person uh, with a bunch of very cool people. And I'm happy to recap that, but Gina uh, got invited to the same same dinner effectively. I mean, obviously, you know, a week or two later, whatever it was, but uh, Gina's here to regale us with her tale. Well, first of all, I just, I, I can't thank you, Brian, enough for multiple reasons for bringing this story and being such a great raconteur to our attention, because I really keep thinking about that episode and how I, I just, so many unexpected twists and turns. Um, second of all, it is, so I get you know, being in media and being, you know, whatever we, I, I'm connected to a lot of emails that are sort of spammed invites mm, all sure. day long. And it's just a straight up block party, delete, delete, delete. So had you not talked about this, it would have, I, I it wouldn't have even phased me to delete it. So right. thank God I didn't. And because I am left, I am still left with the assumption that it's possible that you may have had something to do with recommending me. I I'm am, not going to deny it, but uh, no, it wasn't me. I am so <laughs> indebted to whoever it was that I got to have that experience. And the real credit goes to my wife because when I first got this email, and by the way, how many of these emails go into just trash bins without oh, being God, read? Like, yes. You know, God knows who got invited, who said, who said no thanks. But uh, yes, I got this email, I don't know, out of the blue a month ago saying, hey, you've been invited to this dinner that uh, we do. Uh, our host is John Levy and he's uh, this and this and this, um, you know, published author. Scientist. Yeah, behavioral scientist, published author, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I looked at it initially confused, initially skeptical, and thought, this is, I, I, I don't want anything to do with this. But I sent it to my wife because she is smart and she uh, researches for a living. And I was like, hey, what do you, what, what is this? And she emails, emails me back. I tell we talk by email. And she emails me back. I'm like, no, no, seems legit. Like I looked, there's like links to like Time Magazine and YouTube yeah. videos and whatever. There's a TED Talk. And who who bad has ever done a TED Talk? And so <laughs> I'm like, all right. So I RSVP'd and got the secret uh, location, the secret address showed up. And it was a, it was a, a, a potpourri of interesting people, oh. some some sort of well known in, in the public eye to an extent, and some just totally behind the scenes. But the the unifying thread being they're all interesting and they all have influence. Yeah, you know, it, it sounds so so annoying to say it was an influencer dinner. It wasn't. It wasn't people posting pictures on Instagram. No, it was people who. Yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. Please don't. But it was people who have influence and and in and the their story. Industry. Yeah, yeah, and and the story of how that came to be and what they do with it and how they use it for good or evil. Uh, and I, I've made some interesting uh, friends over there. I'm, I'm. How did yours come about? Okay, so first of all, I if if somebody came to me right now because I don't like. Not, I don't like wandering the earth, not having answers to my questions, and I'm still dying to know who recommended you. Mm. I would pay right now because I want to be reasonable. I would pay $150. I think I maxed out $150 to find out who invited you. To me? How this? Yeah, how this? How this ball got rolling? Yeah, no one knows, and I don't think I'll ever know. Yeah, it drives me nuts. But um, I was shortly after thereafter invited and um it sound it was i knew what to expect because of everything that brian was gracious enough to tell us but paths diverged a little bit came back together a little bit depending on uh if you definitely stop this right now and go listen to brian's episode before you continue give you one second to do that welcome back hope you enjoyed hey, that everybody God, I got what a great episode i'm glad wasn't you that dinner crazy my, my descriptions were uh vivid Oh, God, I, we all felt like we were there. I will put a pin in something, and I do need your help in case I forget to come back to it. I'm going to give you a little tease right now to say, remember your faux pas? Yes. And how you were like, it kind of rattled you? I can't stop thinking about it. I am here to say 
that you can sleep like a baby tonight oh. after you hear what I did. Okay, great. <laughs> great. This is this is the whole reason I want to do feel, this. You'll feel so much better. So uh, ours was in Venice, which I was grateful for because I don't know Brentwood and I, I, don't, I don't know anything about Brentwood. I like to skip Brentwood, get right to the beach. So it was this beautiful house in Venice. And um, I don't know if this was the case in yours, but the door was already ajar, like the front door. So I appreciate No, no one leaves their door ajar in Venice. That, you were, <laughs> that's a mistake. I swear, I swear it was. But it was like the house is behind like some bushes and like a sure. whole like canopy. And I was so I, I'm sure that was by design because how uncomfortable is it? You're going to a place. You don't know anyone. You're not totally sure you're at the right house. And the door's shut. Like you knock, yeah. you open it. Because so everyone's going to knock or ring the doorbell. And, yes. Yeah, no one's going to be welcome. Announced Mrs. Gina Grad. Is yeah, really like. There's nobody there. So I was lucky to just push the door open. And John and another woman, a woman were talking in the kitchen. I see some people through the kitchen into the beautiful backyard. And I just kind of let myself in very casual. Um, the dress code said something like dress how you want to be remembered. Oh, I was like, I don't, huh. sadly, I don't remember that. Well, you wore a suit, right? Of course. Yeah. So yeah. I thought, well, I guess this is like cocktail dress. Right. So I wore a, a long dress, my favorite dress, you know, because of course I want to wear my favorite dress. You know, I'm always in black or I'm always in a t-shirt and every once in a while I'll dust off my favorite dress was this floor length leopard print dress that I just love. So, um, you know, makeup and jewelry and, you know, I, cocktail party. I, I saw, I saw a selfie that was uh, posted to social media. You look fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's my, and again, my favorite dress. So you've, it's been on Instagram a few times, but, um, so I wore that and I, I should have taken into consideration. It's Venice, not Brentwood. People are a little more cash, but however you were, it was the way to be. So I go in, I bring my bottle of wine because I'm list taking notes from Uh, Brian. What did you bring? It's a beautiful, are you? Don't say turning leaf. Okay. It's, um, I want to say. I didn't mean to catch you off guard. No, it's like, I want to say the first name was like Bartles. It's like a strawberry. Oh, okay. No, okay, I'm kidding. Um, I was given, you know, I don't drink a ton of wine. So I was given this beautiful bottle of Leverage Acceleration. Oh, yeah. Leverage is great. It was a, a Pinot. And I was like, yeah. this is really, I know this is really nice. So I'm going to bring this as opposed to being left to my own devices at BevMo. So I brought that and they appreciated nice. it. And a lot of people brought wine. One person brought tequila Blanco. Oh boy. And uh the girl that the woman who was in there first was drinking it on the rocks just just alone. And I said, you Enjoying know, what? yourself. I said, Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Uh one for me, please. Oh so no. I had two glasses of straight up tequila. The reason I say oh no is because uh listeners, if you don't know, Gina doesn't drink much and it doesn't take much to uh to, 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 to lubricate so the social gears. Not only does Gina not drink much, but whenever I drink tequila, my friends in the past have told me I turn into jequila. Okay. Did not happen. That could be good or bad. This was a beautiful bottle, Casa Dragones. Don't know tequila it. blanco. It was just I'm just holding it up just for fun, so you can see oh, the label. Look at that. How beautiful. Nice. So, um, and I and I even remember who brought it. So we go outside, and everyone's just kibitzing, and they're just everyone's so nice. At this point, I'm one of two women. It's like six or seven dudes, and just you know of all sort of ages and background, and just and nobody. As Brian said, as you just heard when you paused this, the rules are you don't say your last name and you don't say what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. You're just first name only, and you cannot talk about work. You talk about other things. You talk about where you know what side of the hill you live on and what's fun about it and do you have any kids and stuff that you just completely skip over that so we're all outside shooting the shit and more people are sort of filtering in and finally everyone gets there and again i'm in like a gown and then this one petite adorable woman comes in in like a super adorable like sweatsuit and jean jacket and Mm. i was just like i love la we can just be us so of course, for something like me. this, I got the impression that you really couldn't be over. I mean, I guess if you wore a tuxedo, right. it'd be a little silly. But you know, you can be as dressed up or down as you want. Oh yeah, one man was in a suit and a bow tie, and he was freaking adorable. <sighs> so it was just, it was great. We didn't know anything about each other. We're chit chatting outside. How many and people? I, um, how many 12. guests? Okay. Twelve. And I asked, um, 
sorry. Oh, I asked John, like, whose house is this? Who do we think? Is this your house? Who who do we tell that this is such a gorgeous house? He said, oh, I'm just a friend. You know, it, let me use it. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, Brian said his host was there, but that's yeah. okay. Okay. So it was a friend and it was beautiful. So we're all outside. And after a little bit, John comes out and, you know, says, <laughs> we all, we're, all, we're all joking in advance that we're all there to be sold a timeshare. That's right. And so that's kind of the running joke. And then he's, you know, now that everyone's had a drink and met, he said, now, before we start cooking, now is the time for you to call your loved ones and tell them you haven't been murdered. Mm -hmm. So uh, if anyone wants to take us up on it, this would be the time. That's fun. Yeah. So we played a game, a Price is Right game that oh. I had to explain the rules because, of course, I just screamed. He goes, do you guys know the Price is Right? And before he could say, I go, without going over. <laughs> he goes, exactly. I'm. You have to guess how many times I've oh, hosted right. this event without going over. So this woman got it pretty much dead nuts on. And so she got to pick what she wanted to do in the kitchen and sit at one of the heads of the table. And it was very cute. And so he just starts dismissing us like like with you, like with a leader at the station in the kitchen and a follower and who kind of heads things up. Well, and he home said, assistant. Yeah. Okay. He said, the food is edible. Um, you're making it. It's not designed to be fancy. It just is what it is so far. I've never had anyone get sick. So that's all you got. He even said, and I have a feeling, and when I say it, I think you're going to have a feeling. He even said, I had a reporter of, you know, who writes articles here recently who wrote in an article I was expecting the, the, what was it? I was expecting the food to be fantastic and the guests to be mediocre. And what I got was the exact the opposite. opposite. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> he, that so he, he quoted that as well. Yeah. I'm curious what number dinner he told you because he made a big deal out of saying this. When I, when I was there a week before, whatever, two weeks before, he's like, this is a 300th dinner we've ever hosted. Oh. I'm like, I wonder if he tells that to everyone. No, we were far beyond three. It was like um three, I want to say like 352 or something. Jesus. So he turns yeah. him out. Yeah, but yeah. But he's always there. Because my thought too was, oh, does he farm them out? He franchises like, oh, them. Not really. No, he was there. He was okay. in charge. He's so such a laid back dude. I guess you'd have to be after doing it almost 400 yeah. times. So we started sending people into the kitchen and I got the camera first. And he said, you know, doesn't cost me anything. It's a digital camera because none of us had our phones. Take pictures, take pictures, take pictures. So I'm just going trigger happy, as you can probably imagine, and kind of getting in people's way and, you know, getting yeah, into the Yeah, you got the shot. I, I was on camera duty for, for, for a cycle as well. Yeah, I loved it. And then I moved over to, we made burritos. Mm -hmm. So I was over in the guacamole section um, and had a great exchange about, um, I you know, getting the seeds out. And that's really the only part of the jalapeno that's ever going to bother you is to just get rid of those seeds and you'll be fine little like oh how do you do onions without crying i don't think the matchstick works and <laughs> talking just, shop yeah just chatting with people like they're just about anybody come to find out they're not just anybody mm -hmm. but having a great time without then, naming names did you recognize anyone off the bat no okay no but no no not as a was, not as a celebrity or no. a former guest of our show no. our no. previous show no. In fact, when it comes to the entertainment industry, I was about the only person there. Me and That's hard like, to believe. Person. Wow. But, okay. um, but just because I said that, do not sit back and be ill-prepared for me to blow your mind. I'm, I'm waiting. I told, so you the, I told you that Callaway from Callaway Golf yeah. was there. I was probably the biggest celebrity in the room. And with great respect to you and Mr. Callaway, you ain't heard nothing. Oh, all right. I'm excited. So, um, so we're cooking and, you know, kibitzing and I love how John doesn't, he claim he says he does not know really who anyone is or what they do. You know, if, if they're not friends or something, he doesn't get, he doesn't pre-vet them. His team does. Okay. Okay. So he, he's just like, Hey, you, you've sure been talking to Gina for a while. You want to like, I don't know, cook something and just kind of <laughs> like, kind of like just, you know, taking the piss out of everyone. Yeah. If the conversation's too good, nothing's going to get cooked. Yeah. And then he explains his reason for that at dinner as well. Everything, like you said mm. last time, everything is by design. There is not a detail that doesn't have meaning. So um, then after dinner's almost cooked, me and this other guy, very nice guy, such a great guy, you know, talking about, you know, where do you live and 
why Burbank isn't as good as this or so Sherman Oaks and just Valley guy. Like he grew up in Tarzana having a great time. We're assigned to go find chairs because we need like four more okay. chairs. And we don't know this house. I mean, I, I was told it was a get like, we don't, there's no guest there that owns it. And we're having a great time. And I'm like, well, where to go? And so we're looking around and we look outside and there's like patio chairs that are fine. So we bring them in and I'm like, should we go snoop like this beautiful <laughs> house? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I was like, oh, come on. And I'm just being myself. Why are we it here? Been, it might have been Jaquila. And he goes, well, there's a room. Let's go look in there. And I open it. I was like, oh, cool. Like cool bedroom with like a weird poster. Okay. Or the weird painting. And we shut the door and I was like, do you think there's any chairs upstairs? Like she's like, no. This, I hope later. this is his. I hope this is his house. At this point, no idea. So I think you know where this is going. So we all go back in, and we're sitting, and a couple of us are looking through his bookshelf, and the first thing everybody notices is that they're like color coordinated. You know, like the home uh, edit yeah, style. Yeah. Nice. That's like the thing now, and we're just like, oh well, are you? Is anybody really a reader when they? <sighs> You know, are these staged books? I mean, if you're going to do everything in the blues section. What a stuffed shirt. <laughs> just being silly, you know, just like trying to, you know, all get get a feel for where we are and who each other is. And like, oh, I, what are the odds this person's even read this book? Huh. And just being kind of silly. So we all sit down and the first direction we are given is how to pass the food. Yeah. Literally, no stone unturned. He says, even if you don't want it, take it, pass it to the left. Tortillas go to the right. Like we're like, uh, it's a okay. I remember it being a tiny bit micromanaged in that respect. Yes. However, when you're, when it's a dinner party for strangers, you kind of need someone calling the shots. I think you're absolutely right. And because there was business to be done, we couldn't, the, small talk would not work in this environment. You have to be very focused the whole time when the food starts. So we start eating and there's, I don't know, like a dozen of us at the table. And he goes, well, we got to get started right now. And I'm like, this is going to be short. Now we're just going to be eating in silence. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think there's no way I was like, I'll trust him because he's done this over 300 times, but I feel like we're going to be left with nothing to talk about. Nope. Nope. Everything has a time limit and everything. You're never going to hear everything. So the first guy um, oh yeah, I, so we should explain to the listeners. That oh, yeah, we, that yeah, we yeah. go around the table. Everyone yeah, guesses what you do, and then you reveal what you do. That's exactly right. So during the making of the dinner, John said one of our jobs is to secretly judge everyone <laughs> and try and size them up. Right. So I think for the most part, everyone was very wrong about everyone else, which which made it fun. Like we didn't sure. seem like what we actually are. So that was one of the I, more surreal aspects for me was yeah. having strangers look at you and say, I think you're a blank. And it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. I, oh, I okay. Can't, I can't wait to tell you what they thought. Of yeah. Um, so I don't know, because, you know, I'm very timid when it comes to giving out information I'm not supposed to, which I'm sure would be fine, but I guess I'll be vague for some because I just, I don't know, was I supposed to get anyone's permission? I I, I emailed John and asked him specifically because I knew I want to talk about it uh, publicly or at least on the show. And uh, his instruction was, sure, uh, just, uh, you know, if there's any sensitive information, you know, someone's oh. changing careers or right. something, please don't repeat that. And I just got the impression that it was like, please use your, use your discretion. Okay. I got invited to uh, a follow-up lunch, so I apparently didn't screw up too bad. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear about that. God willing, I get invited. Who knows? This could be the end of the line. Excuse me. Ooh, crazy. Um, so anyway, uh, we go around. The first gentleman is a he he's a big wig at a at a very very big energy company a lot of people flew in for this so a lot of these were not locals he was a big texas big wig for an energy company and just the nicest guy ever and talked to him about what he does and how you know a big part of his job is you know creating a the right culture because there's a billion billion people in the company and it was really interesting Um, (laughs) exactly (laughs) i'm going to skip the second guy because he's kind of my big okay. my big okay bow on the gift um let me just get my little notes so i don't forget anyone 
Yeah, because it's it's overwhelming. I I I didn't get the follow up email that it was promised uh, right oh, away. Didn't? So I had to do it all from memory. Or I'm like, yeah. I know this person was this, and this person was this. I was going around the table, but it's overwhelming. It's a lot of people, a lot of new information. Yeah, it is. And since I'm, I, it doesn't help me to look at the email because it's not the order I saw them in, oh, so okay. it confuses me. Um, so you know what? Yeah, no, I got to do it in my order. Yep, Next was understood. a woman big retail um mogul uh she's like if you've heard of the company i've i've worked i've done their retail whatever sure. and now she has a dog food company i actually want to give her a plug uh because who wouldn't want a plug if she has a new dog food company she she has this fledgling company called yummers okay and it's like this high end dog food that I'm very that I I don't I think it's a petco I don't know I don't, look it up because she's fabulous and the the product and the ingredients sound fabulous and she was really cool. Um, next, this very goofy fun guy, like super smiley and like fun, and everyone I think assumed he was in the entertainment industry, but I kind of knew he wasn't. He was just like a fun dude. I guess that he was the funniest guy in his medical supply office. Okay. Um. Turns out he is the he runs the largest mortgage company on the planet. Okay, I'd be smiley and laughy too if I ran yeah. the largest mortgage company. <laughs> um, the next woman, I said, no doubt in my mind, you are a stylist, 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 gorgeous woman, beautiful, like red, bright red lipstick, big earrings. You're a stylist. No, she runs one of the most popular hotel chains on the planet but she only she's the senior vp basically she said of bougie she mm -hmm. only works for the high-end oh, version sure. of that hotel on each island or each you know okay in paris or in bali sure sure um and then the and it just like uh, my imposter syndrome is getting yeah it's swelling rough like i am getting scared and i like that he said he gave everyone an out like you know if you if you're not comfortable bragging and you're too humble say my friends would be upset if i didn't mention that i dot right. dot dot my so that was a nice to say yeah yeah so the next guy he was great like venture young guy like he looks young guy um venture capitalist um sold you know a million companies but like looks like fresh out of college and super nice. We're talking all the time. And he goes, and I guess um, my friend, I would be remiss. My friends would want me to say that um, this is my house. Ah. They were like, what? <laughs> we all start laughing. And immediately like three of us turned bright where we're like, we think your bookshelf is great. Uh -huh. we, think we love quality coordinated bookshelves. <laughs> Nothing better. So that was my faux pas, um, which okay, was, was fair. pretty embarrassing. Um, but again, like if you can't poke fun at your bookshelf, what are we all doing here? Yeah, exactly. You have to expect someone's going to comment on it. And again, like, oh, the worst thing about you should be that so, that you are either have a good eye for design or can pay someone a yeah. ton of money to put your books in rainbow order. You color code your books. That's, not, that's yeah. not the worst thing. That should be the worst thing you have going for you. Great guy. Um, so I was next and they said poker face. Don't give it away. Just whatever. Um, and it yeah, might have been were the, the guesses. Well, it might have been the dress <laughs> and maybe my personality. Um, the guesses were, yeah, there I am with my leopard print dress and my jewelry. Um, and you know me, usually it's sweats, but I, you know, I didn't want to do that. Sure. So the guesses were um, sales, which Ooh. I would be horrible. Why at. would you be at that dinner? I, I don't know. Um, uh, a, an agent, a talent agent. Okay. Um, a pop singer. Oh, wow. Or my personal favorite that every time I doubt my face, I'll go, no, no, no. Someone said a makeup artist to the stars. Oh, how about that? Which I thought was very complimentary. So revealed that I'm broadcasting in Los Angeles and everyone seemed, I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly, but they're like, oh, like, cause so far there weren't any entertainment people. Right, right, right. And um, so they love, they, I'm going to, I'm, I'm choosing to believe they all thought that was amazing because I, hope I have, really. I hope we have 12 new listeners. <laughs> I left thinking, oh my God. <laughs> So um, the guy next to me, who I, I, I assumed was a comedy writer, sitcom writer, he's actually a best-selling author who is now a showrunner for a show on CBS. There you go. Um, so, oh, nothing. Um, 
Uh, next, so the woman who had the who had the tequila when I first walked in, very quiet, very understated. Everyone, I think, rightly assumed she was a gallery owner, art dealer of some kind. No, she is the founder and president of one of the largest unions, worker unions, oh. on the planet. And I'm going to say that she said... My friends would be upset if I didn't tell you I was Meryl Streep's date to the Oscars one year. Damn. <laughs> because she is, talk about somebody with influence. She is at the top of the food chain in a very renowned union. Does she found SAG or something? No, more um, uh, like probably, we should all be You could probably yeah, say, right? The, the Domestic Workers Union. Okay, okay. It, it yes, really yes, yes. incredible. Like we all like stopped and like thanked her for what she did and felt like a holes. Um, next was okay. So I believe we're at the last two. Oh, oh, next was a, a great guy who I assumed was um was a like a documentary producer, British guy, kind of cool, like wore like cool bracelets and a shirt. Um, and I just assumed like he was like a like a documentary producer, and um he ended up he's the CEO of like a mammoth international um creative strategic company that i'm quite sure your wife knows <laughs> she may have worked for them at some point a hundred percent sure that she has and my favorite thing even though i haven't gotten to the last two people my favorite trivia of the night was my friends would be upset if i didn't tell you that i named viagra oh my god wow i was like I mean, it's a good name I have so many questions. Oh, and Bing. Okay. All right. You're one for two. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, I was like, we have to talk. You have piqued my interest. I have questions. So we're almost done. Uh, the little tiny, cute, adorable woman who I just assume was on a soap because she's like effortlessly cute and like pretty. Um, You know what? Let me just pull. I didn't think to do this in advance, but I think it's important that I do. Yeah, I'm please. just going to pull up her bio. You, if I Google her name, okay, all right. Um, I'll go to like LinkedIn, maybe. Let's see, because I, I, I uh, don't think I would get this right in a million years. Okay, oh, better, hell. better to better look it up and uh, and be well, and be assured. Um. Okay, I'm just gonna. Oh, here's one. Spent the past decade as a counterterrorism and security specialist with the NYPD, the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force, the U.S. Navy SEALs, and the NBA, and now she's a speechwriter for the president. Oh, I might know this person. Really? Possibly. Because the only reason I say that is because sneak preview at my alumni uh, lunch that I went to, there was a speechwriter there for the president, and there aren't that many. She's like a I, blonde yes, uh, thing. Yes. And I mean, I mean, when I say she's obviously a soap opera star, I'm not that far off. She's she, adorable. The, as I recall, this woman could have been an actress. Yes. Yes. That that was her. And so, I mean, impressive doesn't begin to just to, to explain it. Now, you think that's interesting? Yep. Let's save the best for last. Please. This adorable kind of mild mannered man, kind of not diminutive, but not like imposing in any way maybe my height um really kind of dad energy Either that's diminutive <laughs> for a man okay, yeah, like Go five on. five five sure. seven whatever so very like like strong dad energy very mild mannered he brought the tequila that we all enjoyed so much uh the royal we all oh right right and right just like just like a nice guy I mean, I I knew he flew in from Houston, so I I guessed like a maybe works at a law firm for like big agriculture, just just a nice guy. Please you know, tell me it was guy. Ross Perot. <laughs> Better okay. for my money. For my money, there you could ha hand me multiple celebrities, and I'd say no, I'm keeping him. He is and was an astronaut who just got back to Earth. Boom. That's big time, man. It's also like drop that mic. Yeah, that's good. He's a like a like a high up obvious like lieutenant colonel, like fighter jet pilot, and has the record, I want to say, for like most time, most consecutive days at the space station. Wow. He just got back to Earth. 
I have no other questions for anyone else. I only want to talk <laughs> to this guy. Yeah, so I ended up following him around pretty hardcore. Him and the Viagra guy. I had so many questions. Yeah, they just uh, get together. <laughs> it was, it was, we were just like, what, what do you mean? Like super low resting pulse, nice guy. Just like, that just wow. blew my mind. It blew, and he's done it several times. Sure, of course. And, and what a humble, like, I, you know, we're like, well, what do you think? And what is, what's the vibe? And what are you, what's going on? And I thought he was going to say, you know, like when we interviewed William Shatner, like, you know, like you feel more powerful or, you know, whatever. Or humbled or God. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Then, you know, when you're up there, there's no comparison. And do you know what this man said? If I understood him correctly, maybe I just heard what I wanted to, Please. but it was something to the effect of when I'm, when I'm in space, the the thing between me and space, outer space is like tons of, you know, alloy, steel, right. metal. Us sitting here, the atmosphere is so thin. When you're in the space station and you're looking down at Earth, the atmosphere is paper thin. So in that respect, you, us right now, are closer to outer space than I was. Wow. Have you ever heard somebody talk about space in like a ah shocks? Oh, no, that world? puts in perspective. Oh my god! I mean, he was just magnificent. Talk about just the quiet winner of the dinner. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it. I mean, he just got back to Earth after. How do you a, How do you follow that? Uh, nine people, including myself, had to. So it because he was second, and yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh boy. So that I mean to be in the presence of these people and like, maybe they're, you know, obviously not in my industry or whatever, and the ways we could all sort of connect. But I felt like, what am I doing here? I mean, I would broadcast in LA, we do shows and I've been doing this and I do this. And they all seem to think that that was really interesting. But I thought, what am I doing here? These people yeah, are no, you served, of industry. You served a valuable purpose. I mean, everyone probably silently agreed that you were bottom of the barrel and thus sure. they didn't have to worry about, you know, right. appearing, appearing that way. Ex thank important you. Role, they, important role. No, you're right. I, I was, the, I was the scapegoat that took all the pressure off them. See? So everyone has their role, which, so it's funny because all of these people are way more impressive by a landslide than me, but when we all connected on email and I said, what an honor to you know meet you guys and how, what a great time. One of the titans of industry said, I have to admit, I still have a little imposter syndrome. Huh. You're not supposed to. I'm supposed to. And so I left and I, and, you know, we, we, and oh, John makes you clean. This isn't like, this oh, is yeah. a. Everyone cleans up. And it was so funny because he's just very cool and like laid back and like will say anything to anyone and so we're all supposed to be cleaning but we're all just kind of standing and like like mime cleaning and talking to each other well turns out we didn't notice the only person loading the dishwasher was the homeowner <laughs> no was worse was the was the president of the domestic workers oh union. no no said, no everybody shut up Everybody stop what you're doing. I will not have this person out of all of you. You get out of the way. Stop. Put it down. Go. Somebody else load this dishwasher. And he is so funny and he's so great. And of course, John, you know, had all these funny guesses like you're the national spoon playing champion and all these funny things. But he ended up really explaining all of this. And again, I mean, I would say I don't know how much of it is proprietary information, but I'm on chapter 13 of the book he gave us. Mm -hmm. saying it's in there. But just about how the part of the purpose is we're not supposed to have enough time to cook. We're not supposed to have enough time to get to know each other. We're not supposed to have enough time to talk about our business because there wouldn't be any motivation to stay connected. That's a good was, point. Yeah, it's by design. It's it's to lead, you leave want them wanting more. Yes. And the re this is supposed to be a community. And we we ended up getting into this really like beautiful discussion, like everybody about what community is and what intimacy is and how you create trust, intimacy, trust, intimacy, and these vulnerability loops, as he called them. And it was just, and it was funny because everybody except me, it felt like was talking from a macro, like, well, when I'm in charge of 50,000 employees, this is how I get them to feel connected. And well, when I'm in charge of 50,000 people, this is what I do. And I'm listening to all this and I kind of raise my hand. I'm like, you know, it's funny because I feel like I'm the exact opposite side of this coin because when people come up to me, they're coming up to me to tell me that they were listening alone because that's how you listen to people. That's how you listen to radio. That's how you listen to podcasts. That's interesting. So instead of me saying, how do I connect all these people? People come up to me and say, 
you know, like they say, to, you got me through a, a, a divorce when I was, you know, when I was in a, a bachelor apartment, you got me through the hospital when, you know, on these long nights, you got me through or just yep. in my car or just walking. So I don't really have experience directly bringing people together, but we end up going to events that these people obviously have us in common. My experience is talking one on one and creating intimacy because it's intimate to talk in someone's ear. And it's ironic have- because we broadcast to uh, ostensibly, you know, dozens of people. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's almost a one-on-one uh, yes. interaction, you know, for them. How many times yes. do people come up to us over the years and say, oh. I feel like I know you? It's so funny because I was just at the playground with my stepson and someone came up to me and we went to brunch yesterday. And a, a woman with her adorable child was like, had food in her mouth. And she was like, excuse me, are you Gina Grant? And I was like, uh yeah, I, this, what did is I do? Good, this is usually a good thing, but I, I'm always, my head's on a swivel. And I said, yes. And she just said, oh my God, I listened to you. Of course, wanted to know why and promote the podcast, but I was too embarrassed. So, you know, it's, it's, I, I my joke all through radio has always been, it always happens once. Now we're going to be at breakfast and we're going to go through our day and it won't happen again, but yep. it always happens once. And so it was just, it was magical. It was an incredible event. And I left half buzzing with excitement and half dread that I like made a fool of myself. And I, I would like to think I'm not the only person who left these situations that way. Yeah. Probably pretty universal to some extent. Um, that's very cool. I'm so glad you it's got awesome. to experience that. It sounds like that's a real, great. and you're right. I had the same sort of thing or afterwards you're kind of buzzing. You're like, wow, I've met a lot of really interesting people who I would have no opportunity to meet outside yeah. of this event. That and it's so, of course, my curiosity got the best of me and I had to, you know, anyone's names the next day I could remember. I Googled because you don't get the email till like a couple of days later, like you said. And I remembered one name and I looked and I just put their name in and it's like fastcompany.com. Thank you so much for lending us 10 minutes. Your time is so valuable. You're at the top of your field. We're all so honored. I'm like, I make guac with that guy. <laughs> super nice. Yeah. Like, so just to realize like when Pete, these people go back out into the world they are they are the big fish and um and that's the point yeah it's cool to be on neutral ground with them i guess so to speak because how many interactions do they have in their daily lives where it's transactional or you know what i mean they're in a position a and the person's in position b it's it's uh it's a it's a nice uh game changer it is and um and that that was another thing. Like John made a joke about somebody. Like oh, someone's like I I paid five thousand dollars to be here, and everyone joked. And John's like, it's funny you should say that. You cannot buy your way into this. Like mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about a few shows ago. Like with the neon carnival, you there's no ticket. It's not a ticketed event. He said the only exception every once in a blue moon might be like auctioning a spot for a charity, sure, like a charity thing. Yeah, but you cannot buy your way into this, and that's the whole point. We're all people, we all come with a certain expertise, by all means, stay connected now that we've artificially, and I mean that in a good way, like not pejoratively, artificially created these vulnerabilities. And I, yep. I it made me think of like an intervention because they say like we're artificially trying to create a rock bottom for someone to for their benefit. And these were all, we were artificially thrown into feeling vulnerable because we're cooking, we don't know what we're doing. And I love that. Did he mention that there was one person, two people that weren't allowed to use a knife in the history of the dinner? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe? I don't know. One of them uh, is is a, in a rock band who's never used a knife okay. and therefore was not a good time. Fair. The other, my, what was my guess? I don't even remember. Like maybe they had stabbed somebody and maybe they're I'm glad I was wrong. A very world-renowned violinist whose hands are insured and not oh. allowed to use a knife, which I thought was really funny. That's fair. That's a flex. Yeah, it was great. It was just, it was magical. I can't thank you enough for recommending me. I realized I have some high-end friends. I was happy to be able to make the recommendation for them. Hope they get invited. Well, that's and- interesting. Okay, so let me interrupt because uh, I'm tired Wait. of this stolen valor. I did not <laughs> re- I did not recommend you. It was not me. Not because I don't like you and I don't think you'd have a good time because I was never asked. No one ever asked me. Like I was what? never asked like, oh, hey, who can you recommend someone? So I don't know how you ended up there. I'm glad you did, but it was. I cannot uh, take credit where the credit is due to someone else. 
again, I wasn't asked. Like I would have, uh, or probably would have recommended you, but I no one ever asked me. Remember when I said that I would pay 150 bucks just to find out who recommended you? Right. I would write a one thousand dollar check right now to find out who recommended me. Damn. I was, I, it was me. <laughs> I I need I need to believe it was you. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I'm sorry. Are you serious? I have made zero recommendations or references or whatever. I know they, they never solicited. Well, in, in the email with everyone's contact information, it says like, if you know, this community is based on word of mouth. And if there's someone you'd like us to look into or vet, and I've sent them a bunch of names. You know, what's interesting. I think I was accidentally left, well, accidentally or not, left off that email because I emailed John about a week later. I'm like, hey, man, that was a lot of fun. I never got the email with everyone's contact info and I kind of want it. And next thing I know, five minutes later, email shows up to the whole group saying, hey, sorry to send this again, but someone was left oh. off, which I can only assume was me. So I don't someone think- was yeah, left so- off. And made a big deal about it. So I don't, I don't think uh, I was ever included on the please refer someone list. So now your mind's really blown. I, I can't believe this. <laughs> but it, it was stolen valor, Brian. I never said it was me. You coyly. I did. A gif that is. Yeah. A, and then I was like, of course, how stupid of me. It wasn't you. No, it wasn't me. I, I was, I was being coy about it, but at the same time, I was like, oh, not me. I, I won't, I won't be able to rest. I got it. I was so invested. I've told my mom, I was like, I would pay cash to find out who recommended Brian. Now my curiosity Move over. Yeah. Now, now the the lid's blown off this thing. Could be anybody. Holy! Could be the same person. I gotta know. I gotta know. Yeah. I, is there? Is there? Uh, now we gotta ask John. Is there an amount we can pay to find out? He probably just tell us. Okay. Um. Wow. Sorry. I'm trying. You're blowing my mind right well, now. Well, as long as long as you're at a loss for words, I'll just uh, I'll I'll be the pilot fish to your shark story and say that I must not have committed the biggest faux pas that I think I did uh, because I was I was invited not more than two weeks later to a uh, alumni luncheon and they do these basically lunch versions of what we did, although obviously minus the uh, guessing because number one, right. it's, it's at a restaurant, at least ah. mine was. Uh, and uh, so very hard to hear, but also um, everyone's been to the dinner before. So right. maybe there was, there was actually, so I went to one the same day you went to your dinners earlier in the day. And it's funny, John saw me, he said, hey, how you doing? I'm like, yeah, Gina's going to be at your dinner tonight. Yeah, he like, mentioned oh, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he was uh, knew obviously who we were yeah. uh, and our relationship to each other. And then there were there were, it was a big lunch. There were probably twenty or twenty two people there. And it oh, was okay. at a restaurant. It was just on a very unassuming restaurant on Melrose. Um, you know, Italian place, pizza and pasta and all that stuff. And uh, the difference the the differences are, like I said, there's not the guessing aspect. Right. Um, there is. Uh, Obviously not cooking, uh, and right. we we pay for lunch, which you know split twenty two ways wasn't a big deal, um, but it was very enjoyable. It was funny because there were out of the twenty two people, I think there were three, maybe three who were at my dinner. Um, oh, wow. so they had come back and I think two of them had been to multiple dinners. So, uh, that wasn't their first rodeo, but uh, I ca- caught up with them. It was nice to reconnect with them. Here's a funny coincidence. So. I get there and uh, I'm, uh, there's two tables because there's 22 people, like two right. tables of 12 or whatever it is. And uh, I, I, I show up a little bit late because parking on Melrose is a little tough. So I got there at uh, 12.08 and I'm, I think I'm the last one there. And I see at the end of the table next to an empty seat is Joel Stein, our guest oh from, from last week or whatever it was. Uh, so Joel's there. He had been to the dinner before. And uh, so I said, hey, a long time no see. We caught up. I sat next to him. We chatted. It was a very nice uh very nice to have someone there who I knew uh, a little bit. And he was my guest for the quote of, I was expecting fantastic food and mediocre people. And I got the opposite. That does sound like a, like a Joel turn of phrase. Yes. I I do agree with that. Um, There was another, there ended up being three 
previous guests of our previous show, the Adam Carolla show, what? who were there. It was Joel. Uh, it was uh, Ralph Pizzullo, who Dawson, uh, our, our, our voiceover sound guy, Mike Dawson, voiced uh, books yeah, for. He's awesome. Uh, he's great. He recognized me, right? You know, I saw him. Like, hey, nice to see you. He was at the other end of the table. We caught up at the end. Uh, it was great. And then it turns out I wasn't the last person there because uh, I'm sitting at the end of the table. There's one more seat. Uh, and uh, in walks um, Jody Sweeten from uh, oh, Full House. Oh, my God. I love her so much ever since she was on with us. She was on our show, our previous show, November, I think it was. And she was she promoting the holiday uh, movie she was in. Yes. She is a phenomenal human being. She's like a like a human rights, uh, like really involved in, uh, you know, the community and, and, and political and um, like uh, community organizing. Yeah. So we talked. We actually probably talked with her the most of anyone just because, you know, we knew she she said she's the here's what nice people do. They say they remember you. You know, like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, so, yeah, she, she probably that. didn't. But regardless, we had a nice uh, conversation uh, at the end of the table. Oh, that's so, okay. I'm curious about this because when I got involved, obviously I knew what to expect because of you, but I was, I had really no anxiety about going to a dinner where I knew nobody knew each other sure. and that we, there was going to be like an activity. That's like my perfect scenario. So I had no anxiety going to a lunch now and just mingling would have given me a lot of anxiety. Was it sort of weird or? It was a little weird. I mean, it was we. It was weird at first, but it, it quickly subsided because everyone had like was you know had been through the ringer uh, right. for these uh, dinners. Apparently, number of people have been to more than one. Uh, yeah, a and couple at ours did too. I will say that uh, it was a, the 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 only anxiety I felt was literally over the volume because uh, mm -hmm. it was uh, it was a restaurant that we were indoors, you know, yeah. cement floor, you know, yeah. lofted ceilings, you know, hard surfaces everywhere. Yeah. So it was hard to hear someone beyond the person sitting next to you, but everyone acquitted themselves well and had a, had a pretty good time. That's so great. I certainly hope I get invited to a, an anxiety inducing piece of lunch. <laughs> I'll let you know. He also said, you know, he mentioned at the end, and he, I love how John doesn't say you're going to be invited. He says, if you get invited, mm -hmm. he's talking about like there's other pro, you know, activities and events they do. And one of them he mentioned, he said, if you get invited to this, cancel your wedding. So <laughs> which, wait, which, which is wait, invited to what? Like one of those partnered events where like- Oh, you know, yeah, because he, he, he mentioned doing a salon thing, which yes. I, did, I didn't quite pick up on what that was. Oh. Maybe I'm a little dense. Um, I think it's just it's a much bigger group of people, like 100 people, and there's like okay. celebrity speakers and stuff okay. like that. Okay. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if we're in the fold or if we were just, you know, the charity case. So I should I did work for charity. I did what I think was a smart thing, which was, uh, as you know, from our previous uh, employment, it's a you know, guest dropout. It happens sometimes. Mm. So I, 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 when I emailed John initially to say thanks, that was a lot of fun. I, I made sure to mention, and by the way, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm five minutes right. south of Brentwood. So, you know, if you ever right. have a dropout or, you know, you, you, a bus turns over on the way to the uh, event, you know, oh. a last minute fill in. I got to do that. That's good. I'm way farther away and yeah. uh, I'll need an hour and a half to buy makeup on, but <laughs> I, I'll be there lickety split. Um, so it, yeah, it's just interesting. I don't know that I doubt this was intentional because I imagine the whole point is that, like you said, these are all sort of, you know, leaders in their industry and creating this community of people you normally wouldn't get five minutes with. And I have to remember, like, we, we know this business, you know, it's yeah. like, I always forget, like, you know, but who am I? Okay, we all think that to an extent. But it's a good reminder that's like, if anyone were to have a question about firing up a mic, either in terrestrial radio or on a podcast, I would have to be the person they would go to. They wouldn't have a choice. So I have to remember that we do know we 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 are experts in this field, even though I feel like it's not as is as exciting as traveling the world and you know naming uh, you know the little blue pill it's still you know there there's a reason why we we add value i'm mostly talking to myself right now no, I, I really you're you're, you're convincing yourself up. you're talking yourself into it <laughs> because i'm not a person who will come at this unlike brian who says of course you invited me what took you so long oh please how dare you i, I, I thought like, that i didn't say it i'm just thinking the whole time like 
that, you know, I'm a, I'm a lone wolf who kind of just does this on their own. Like I'm not, I don't, I don't oversee anything, but this is, this was pretty amazing. And I, I'm going to take back all of the accolades I gave you. And my mystery continues of who the hell invited yeah. us. <laughs> if you invited, if you referred Gina, please let us know. Or Brian, I got to know. Yeah, that's true. Probably, like I said, there's a world where it's the same person. <laughs> oh, that's, that's my thinking. But I guess we'll find out. Next time I'm invited, I will one-up myself and put on an even fancier collection of jewelry. Uh, just want to give a little shout out to a company that I adore, Alex and Ani. A-L-E-X and Ani, A-N-I, who says that life isn't perfect, but your story is your own. Oh, my God. I couldn't agree more after that conversation. Being brave can feel impossible, but strength always inside you and self-expression isn't linear, but it is yours to own. This is the. This is the pep talk I needed right now. Yeah, seriously, you're all exactly better than what I need here. At Alex and Ani, they create jewelry that honors your spirit, tells your story, moments of a well-lived life that accompany you through each day. At Alex and Ani, they believe in the power of you. Discover pieces meant just for you at Alex and Ani. And of course, Mother's Day, so close. Their Mother's Day collection honors the unstoppable force and strength of a mother's love. Motherhood is it's undeniably a full-time job. Through the endless days and sleepless nights, moms transform form into superheroes guided by the deepest and purest strength of all love this mother's day alex and ani celebrate super moms in your life with pieces that honor their strength resilience and devotion go to alex and for those pieces again i own several pieces of alex and ani one that was given to me multiple ones that i bought um, on my own so love 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 their jewelry and i will be as brian says festooned with them at my next dinner all right, you. Uh, that was a lot. That was a lot of uh, uh, copies. So take a break. Catch your breath. Uh, you. Drink a sip of water. Uh, thanks to you guys for tuning in, uh, downloading, watching, listening, all that stuff. Appreciate it. Uh, be sure to check us out. Twitter.com slash la mag. That's at la mag on Twitter. Uh, YouTube.com slash Los Angeles Magazine videos. You can watch us if you dare uh, <laughs> see what we're all about. While we do this, it's mostly just struggling. Uh, and uh, yes, definitely thank you for uh, referring or refer your friends to our show. It'll be like our influencer exactly. Yeah. Uh, subscribe, rate, review, uh, only if you're going to give us five stars. Otherwise, don't right. bother. Thanks yeah. for your time, everyone. Appreciate it. We'll be back next week with more goodness, more shows. And until next time, so long. Thank you for listening to The Brian and Gina Show. To get in touch with the hosts or buy their books, hit them up at at baldbrian and at Gina Grad on Twitter and Instagram or by email at podcasts at lamag.com. To get connected with LA Magazine, hit them up at at lamag on Twitter and Instagram. Talk soon.